2: Here's today's host, Mike Kessler. Hi, and welcome to Friday's edition of To Every Man and Answer. Glad you've joined us as we take this time, set it aside every weekday afternoon at this time, to answer questions about the Bible from the Bible, look at current events, and also, well, what we hear in church is that even in the Bible at all, if you've got a question you'd like to ask us, that number to call again, 8888-ASK-CSN, and we'll do our very best to get to your question today. Once again we want to invite you to church this Sunday morning at the River Christian Fellowship or you can tune into it live across America and around the world on the internet. By we're going to continue our study in the book of Acts looking at the the conversion of Saul of Tarsus to Paul. And really it actually started a chapter back when Saul was holding the coats while they were stoning Stephen. And I believe listening to his testimony, God begins to convict uh, Saul of of his religiosity. And then when we get into Acts 9, we see how God begins to deal miraculously with this man. You know, the Bible says something interesting. It says, when you seek me, you'll find me when you search for me with all your heart. And one of the things that you'll notice in the Bible, when you really want to know who God is, God will show himself to you. That's one of the great things about God. Not if we seek after religion, but if we seek after the true and living God, God has a way of getting his message to us always. And I always look forward to that uh, in, in the Bible. You know, when we really look at true conversion of Saul, and you know, One of the things I'm sure that bugs most people in their life before they come to Christ is their life of sin. And one of the first things we do when we come to Christ is we repent of our sins. I really don't believe there's true conversion unless there's repentance involved. The woman caught in adultery, put at Jesus' feet. The law says we should stone her, the Pharisees said. What do you say? Jesus bends down and writes in the dirt. Now, we don't know what Jesus wrote. The Bible doesn't record that for us. Some people believe it might have been women that they had fantasized about or maybe even women they had been with. Others may believe that maybe he wrote down, how did you catch her? Because according to Levitical law, the man had to be brought also. So was this a setup that they were deliberately trying to catch this woman? Because they say they caught her in the very act. So where was the man in all this? Or was he? So it's interesting that he wrote down in the sand the second time. And then he said, he without sin cast the first stone. Beginning with the oldest first, they all left. And Jesus looks at the woman and says, where are your accusers? And she says, there are none, Lord. She called him Lord. And one of the commands Jesus said was, go and sin no more. You know, that's one of the great commissions that we have from God. By nature, we can't stop sinning. But, you know, we need a new nature that even when we do sin, as John says, we have an advocate with the Father, which is Christ Jesus. In First John chapter 1, we need to know that God stands willing to forgive us. I don't believe simply just acknowledging Christ will save a person. The Bible says even the demons believe and tremble. But we don't really have that from the Lord that we need when we realize that we need to repent from our sins. And so repenting and believing in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ will be saved. I believe baptism is not necessary for salvation but it is necessary for obedience to Jesus Christ. And so this is why we at our fellowship and others across America and around the world regularly have baptism for new con- new conversions that come to Christ. So when we understand how important it is that we need a life in Jesus, you need a self you can live with, a reason to live for, and a self uh, a, a self you can live with, Reason to live for and a faith to live by. I believe that's so important in the days that we're in. Well, let's go ahead and go to the phones. We have Terry on the line in Port Angeles, Washington. Hi, and welcome. Oh,
0: thank you so much. Okay, so I really need clarification about Second uh, Corinthians chapter five, verse eight, where Paul says, "We are confident." I say, and would prefer to be away from the body and at home with the Lord. Yes. And I've heard many ministers say to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord, but I can't find that verse. And I, boy, if you could clarify this for me, I would really appreciate it. Thank you very much.
2: Yeah, um, and let's just read it. Therefore, let us keep... Uh, oh, excuse me. Um, did you say 1 Corinthians Five, uh, 8? Uh, 5 eight. yes. Okay. Um, 1 Corinthians 5 8. Um, well, I don't, that's not the right reference. I know the reference you're talking about, though. And, oh, oh excuse me, 2 Corinthians. I'm so sorry, dear. <laughs> oh, my goodness. 2 Corinthians, having a Monday on a, on a Friday. One second here. And uh, Okay, we are confident, yes, well-pleased rather to be absent from the body and to be present with the Lord. Uh, it, it says that, it, it, absent from this body, you're present with the Lord. I do not believe in soul sleep, I believe it's totally unscriptural. Uh, whether we're looking at Jarius's daughter, there in Luke chapter 5, verse 5, Excuse, excuse me, uh, uh, Luke 8.55, where uh, Jarius' daughter was grievously ill. Um, Jarius comes to Jesus and says, hey, will you come pray for my daughter? While he's talking to Jesus, his servants come and say, don't trouble a master, your daughter's dead. And Jesus said, let's go anyway. So they went. She said she's only sleeping. They laughed him to scorn. And by the way, if you want to laugh at what Jesus wants to do, you won't see the miracles of God. But he took a couple of his disciples in the room with him, prayed for the little girl, and the Bible says her spirit returned to her. It does not say her spirit woke up inside of her. So the idea of soul sleep is not really in the Bible concerning those that live, I believe, up to the uh, uh, at the end of the tribulation period. Now, the Bible does say, though, that those who believe in God... Uh, those that die in sin, um, they won't live again until the great white throne judgment. Uh, in other words, a person during a Christian, a believer in Christ, during the uh, thousand year reign of Christ, doesn't just die and then pop back up and you're ruling and reigning with Christ. That is not what the Bible teaches. It says they don't live again until uh, the uh, resurrection. So, I I just believe that they just are there. But as far as those now that die, Paul says to be absent from the body, um, I don't think there's anything, and to be present with the Lord. I don't think there's anything any clearer in the Bible than that. Substantiated many other times, Old Testament and New, uh, that we find that it's not soul sleep. So hope that answers it for you, Terry.
0: It does say prefer. Your version says... I mean, it's more definite, but I have my the ones I, I read the versions I read it just says prefer. Well, sure, we'd all be prefer to be with the Lord, right? I mean, but um, anyway, I, I was well, it just it just wording.
2: says we are confident, yes, well pleased, rather than to, rather to be present um, uh, absent from the body and to be present with the Lord. I think really all Christians that I've talked to that really love God kind of want to go home. I think we all do. I think we all get a little homesick. And I believe this is what this is talking about, that there is that desire to go be with the Lord. I think Paul had it. Um, we find others. Uh, I, I don't think that leaving this world behind is that that uh, big a deal um, to go be with the Lord. I I, I look forward to that. Um, and so I believe that that's why this is worded the way it is. uh he also says that that you know to to um um be with them uh is i i he preferred to do that, so he would be there to guide him so i I really believe Terry that uh just simply that relationship that we have with God uh, wanting to go be with the Lord um but we're here to do what God has commissioned us all to do until that time is done. And then I believe the Lord takes us home. I hope that helps.
0: Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. You have a wonderful weekend.
2: Terry, you too. Stay online, send you out some books, some DVDs, 8888. Ask CSN is the number to call. And we now have Brad Dacus with us from Pacific Justice Institute. Hi and welcome, Brad.
3: Oh, it's great to be with you. I appreciate it. Uh, I was having a hard time finding a phone charger and, uh, Sorry about that delay. So, uh, but uh, it's great to be on the program. I appreciate it.
2: Yeah, it's great to have you with us, and uh, look forward to uh, answering some questions with you. And uh, so, um, let's go ahead and go to Randy um, and uh, San Jose, California. Hi, welcome. Hi
4: there. Got a quick question for you regarding real ID yes. on the driver's license. I've got a passport, so I'm in the system from that aspect, but I have to renew my driver's license and they give you the option of either opting in or out of the real ID. And I was wondering what Brad's thoughts were on that.
2: Well, I'm so glad you're with us, Brad and your thoughts on this real ID. Um, Yeah, I haven't heard anything uh,
3: adverse to having a real ID. Uh, You know, the, uh, the already, the government has your information. The IRS has your information. Um, so i don't i don't see that i haven't heard of any um, risk involved with having a real id in fact in some states uh, i mean you, you have to have a real id for example to you'll you'll soon have to have a real id in order to to travel uh to fly anywhere um yeah, but uh, you know people can understand you know, I, you know there are some other you know options of having that say put on your your driver's license to be real id uh you can get a a, a tsa um a, you know a global uh entrance ID. Uh and uh, that's something that I have. And I can I could use that without having to uh convert my driver's license to a real ID. Uh, but I haven't heard of anything from a, a legal issue or a legal perspective or a privacy perspective uh, at this point. If there's something out there that we need to be made aware of to investigate, I encourage people to contact us uh, and let us know. Uh, they can go to our website pji.org. Uh, pji.org, and we're, we're more than willing to to look into uh, specific concerns or uh, that people may have. But so far, I haven't heard of anything. We haven't had any, um, yeah, you know, cons- legal concerns or or questions about privacy that's brought uh, that's come to us yet.
2: Yeah, and I I think one of the reasons they're doing it is there's so many counterfeit IDs that are floating around now. You can go down the streets in Los Angeles, and they'll make you a new ID right there. Uh, and so I believe that this is one of the things they're trying to do is make them uh, much more difficult to copy and also uh, to have some kind of an ID where uh, everyone is, is coming from. I mean, when you've got literally um, uh, tens of millions, of, tens of millions uh, of illegal people in our country right now, uh, I, I believe this is one of the reasons why also they're wanting to do this. So, um, Randy, I hope I hope that helps. That
4: answers the question. That was perfect.
2: Well, God bless you, Randy. Stay in line if you like. Send you out some books, some DVDs. And uh, God bless you. Thanks so much for the call. You know, Brad, lots of things going on in our world. They just announced Washington, D.C. now. They're going to let all the illegal aliens. Yeah, that's right, the ones that just got off the bus Vote in our next election. Talk about an overthrow of our government right under our noses. I don't know why the military doesn't go in to the courthouse there and seize everybody, arrest them for this kind of uh, unlawful behavior. Uh, they're not citizens. They don't have, they're not protected under uh, our laws as citizens. They broke into our country illegally and yet they get to vote. What? Your thoughts? Yeah. Well, first off, they legally cannot
3: vote in a federal election. You have to be a U.S. citizen for that. Now, local governments can have uh, rules. They can say, like New York City, I think, was did or was trying to do to say uh, people who are uh, immigrants or green cards, whatever, we'll let them vote in our municipal elections, local elections. But as far as federal elections, uh, dealing with congressmen, senators, of course, president, president, vice president of the United States. Um, no, they have to be a United States citizen, and um, and if they, they, they take it farther to to actually have uh, their policy uh, applied beyond just local municipal elections, uh, then into uh, the federal elections, uh, then they're potentially going to be um, you know opening themselves up for uh, for action by the Department of Justice. Maybe not in this administration, but in perhaps in the next administration. Uh, they could be in real trouble.
2: Yeah. So, so it's um, uh, pretty, pretty crazy stuff that's going on. And so, yeah, we, we have to continue to watch them because uh, it's, um, it's, it's pretty scary. Uh, At PJI understanding uh, again, you just opened an office in Idaho up in uh, Coeur d'Alene, Idaho. Uh, What's the next one that's coming?
3: (laughs) (laughs) Well, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. We're, we're looking at a number of, uh, a number of states and places. Uh, we're looking specifically since you asked, uh, we're looking at Nashville. Um, that's a, it's a red state, but it's a blue blotch. Nashville has been very, has a lot of problems. Uh, we're getting a lot of requests for help, uh, from Christians and against, uh, hostility and discrimination against uh, people of faith. Um, we're also looking at uh, possibly Minneapolis, St. Paul, uh, that area as well. Uh, it's another area. Of course, we had lots of rioting there in the past. Uh, but uh, So those are the, the two that we're, we're sort of eyeing right now, uh, potentially, uh, to, uh, to open some new offices there. But we've got offices now all over the country, and it's sort of hard to keep up with them. But we're really excited and feel really blessed with our, a new uh, member of our team there in Idaho, uh, who uh, I'm confident will do a, just an excellent job uh, defending uh, religious freedom and parents' rights and of life for uh, everyone there in Idaho. Uh, Coeur d'Alene is a bit of a drive, I know, but uh, there'll be no difficulty, though, uh, for us to take on any case uh, anywhere we need to in the state of Idaho.
2: Wonderful. And that's always good news. And so we want to uh, um, let you know that uh, Brad has offices all across America. And if there's a need for um, overreach of government into a person's life or, or um violating your first second amendments we want to be sure to let you know about them he offers his services free of charge and supported by donations and by people that share in the same vision as uh, brad does and so we just want to just say thank you brad for what you're doing it is a blessing let's go back to the phones we have james on the line in ascadero california hi welcome
4: yes hello hi Uh, I wanted to let you know the last caller was talking about uh, is it okay to get the real ID with the star up in the corner. In California, we have a a star with a bear. And I've listened to Twyla Brace on many uh, Christian radio programs, Twyla Brace. She's a regular with Jan Markell, and she warns do not get this because it is the equivalent of the social credit score in China. She said you can do the same thing with a passport and you do not need the real ID. I actually made the mistake when I turned 70 of going and getting this, and it was an extra hassle to get it. You can't use a hospital birth certificate and so on and so on. But at any rate, I did get it. There's nothing I can do to undo it now, but she warned veh- vehemently on many occasions, do not get this social, this uh, real ID with the star up in the right-hand corner. So. I hope that's helpful to people and you could probably research that a little yourself.
2: Hey, I really yeah. appreciate your call because yeah, we, we do need to know about that. They're uh, basically mandating it here in Idaho uh, here towards uh, the end of the year. Uh, Brad, your thoughts again.
3: Yeah, I, I appreciate that. That's uh, that information. Um, and I actually, I'm, I'm going to look into it more uh, to see uh, substantively, you know, what, what is uh, involved? What are the risks Um uh, because, you know, we need to be very careful uh, within the days that we're in. At the same token, we don't want to be uh, afraid of something we don't need to be afraid of. Uh, I know I have not got the real ID yet. I'm just using, like I say, my, my TSA Global Entry, um, you know, card, and I can use that as a real ID, just like a passport. I do encourage people, whether they, they're going to get a real ID or not, I encourage people out there to get a passport, uh, that is very important to have because many people don't realize that uh, without a passport, let's say there's something happening and they they feel like okay we need to leave the country because of this or maybe there's a pending nuclear war we you know whatever and I'm saying there, there's not I'm not but I'm not saying there is but I'm just saying you know we don't know the future um, and it could be very just very beneficial to be able to protect you and your family uh, to be able to leave the country and go to another country and generally speaking you're you're going to need a passport to do that and it can take up to you know 90 days uh, to get a passport. It can take a good long while up to you know sometimes 4 months or more. So uh, I encourage people to do that anyway and of course then they can use that.
2: Yeah, so I hope that that hope that answers it for you. Again, thank you so much for that. You know, yeah. uh, uh Brad, uh just real quick, a lot of people don't know that Biden uh, in an executive order, signed a, a sweeping thing uh, to uh, to develop, produce, uh, study a potential creation of central bank digital currency in the United States. Now, Newsweek magazine did a story on this. Now, Newsweek magazine is not what you might call a a right wing newspaper. Uh, even center, but their exact words are this, and I'll read this. This comes from Newsweek magazine on 3 22 Biden's plan for digital dollar is a massive threat to freedom in the United States. Your thoughts?
3: Well, it, it is a, a threat to freedom in that the government will be able to track down to the penny um, what you buy, what you sell, uh, where you go, uh, there'll be a, a great, greater degree of the, um, ability for, to monitoring, uh, individuals and their life, how they live their lives as well as transactions and business. Now, the positive side to this is that it could potentially be used, uh, for, uh, again, for law enforcement against drug traffickers and people engaged in, uh, you, know, sh- you know, shady dealings and things like that. That's, that's a, that's a potential positive. Uh, but uh, it is, it is true. I do see that as a, a definite uh, threat to our freedoms and liberties down the road. Many project that eventually that's all we will have if, Um transactions will all be digital. And uh, of course, that'll be very problematic. Um, but I, to some degree, I think it's, you know, a, a part of prophecy, you know, the mark of the beast, you, you know, we can't buy or sell without it. Uh, that's, that's clear, you know, uh, that's going to happen. It's not a, may happen if we resist it. No, it will happen. So I personally, personally see this as a um as just the, the early stages of something that is is uh, likely and, and inevitable. That that said we need to be wise and discerning and uh we need to be uh, very careful and um and I personally would not not be in favor of it. I think one reason why also that they we're we're looking at is because the uh, uh cryptocurrency, you know bitcoins, et cetera, have really taken off, even though they've you know, they've had taken a beating, you know, as far as in valuation. Uh, they have been, uh, they've expanded tremendously. Uh, El Salvador, actually, that's their currency, Bitcoin. So, um, you know, they, there's a threat to the U.S. because we have the world currency. And if the Bitcoin or something like that overtakes um, the effective function of the world currency over the, the dollar, the dollar could just could tank, it could. It could be absolutely disastrous because there's so many dollars around the world being used for international currency. And if that stops being the case, those dollars will be thrust aside and, and would, would, could, uh, would, would collapse the dollar probably. So I think this is maybe one effort to looking at. They're looking maybe ahead to realize maybe cyber currency is inevitable. Maybe we need to do this to be one up uh, to uh, on the trend line. Uh, China's already doing it. Uh, so I think part of it is also in a defensive measure to maintain the, the power of the, uh, the U.S. currency, whether it's physical or, or digital.
2: And, and one of the things this was all supposed to come about, like within seven months, I'll just read a little bit more of the article here. It says the development of digital currency should worry Americans everywhere, regardless of their ideological or political views. Once digital currency is in place, the government and or Federal Reserve officials will have more power than ever to control, track, coerce individuals and U.S. businesses, likely without needing any laws or approved by Congress. Right. Friends, we're, yeah. this is scary stuff. Our borders are overran. We have, we have a, a whole nother government through the money. Thomas Jefferson, he said, I fear banks more than any invading army. Through inflation and deflation, they can collapse a country. Well, friends, we're seeing that Thomas Jefferson, quote, unfortunately come true right before our eyes. They keep saying, oh, inflation's at 8.1%. That's because they figure a new way of figuring it. It's really almost 20%, the worst inflation since 1948. Now, friends, when we look at this and we realize they're just jockeying the numbers, they've got an election coming up, and they're, they're putting lipstick on the pig right now to sell it to America. But I just pray every time you fill up your tank, you go, hey, this ain't working. Now OPEC is going to raise the price of oil And even make it worse. And here we are sitting on some of the biggest oil reserves in the world. And our current administration will not keep the dollars in America. The idea is to keep spending trillions of dollars on oil overseas rather than keeping the money here in the United States. A perfect way to destroy a country. It's amazing, isn't
3: it? Right. Yeah, I I think it's. I'm really glad you mentioned that because um, this is where those who have who uh, believe in logic get very frustrated because uh, the the position of the Biden administration is uh, we'll talk about a little later, but uh, uh, we're not saving the environment by buying having drilling our, our oil somewhere else and buying it from someone else versus here in our own, our own nation. So. Yeah,
2: China and <laughs> India are still driving their cars, man. I mean, this is crazy, and right. even electric cars pollute. They just move the pollution somewhere else. Right. We'll be right back right after the break.
5: You know, a lot of times you have to choose between something high quality or something that saves you money. But if you can get both, why not? Especially when it comes to health care. And that's MediShare. You get both. The typical family saves 500 bucks a month switching to MediShare. And that's huge. But it's also true that people are way more satisfied after making the switch, too. The customer satisfaction rate for MediShare is double That of the typical health insurance plan, double. It's because MetaShare works. It's been around for more than a quarter century and members have shared more than $3 billion of each other's bills. People love having telehealth and a huge PPO network, so... Yeah, really, you could save a ton and like it better. Imagine being happy with how you're taking care of your health care. If you're self-employed or part of the gig economy, or you just want a plan you're happy with, you can call right now and get a price within two minutes. Here is the number you need. Call 855-91-BIBLE. That's 855-91-BIBLE. 855-91-BIBLE.
1: CSN International welcomes you to actively participate in the continued growth of the radio network through donations. CSN is a 501c3 nonprofit organization, and as such, CSN is able to accept tax-deductible donations of cash, stocks, bonds, real or personal property, automobiles, and other worldly assets, including broadcasting stations and broadcasting equipment. You can make a big difference for the kingdom of God. If you'd like to make a tax deductible donation, you can go online to csnradio.com to donate, or you can mail your donations to CSN International, Post Office Box 391, Twin Falls, Idaho 83303. You can also donate by calling today with your financial support at 1-800-357-4226. This is CSN.
2: Part two of to Every Man and Answer on this Friday afternoon with Brad Dacus. I'm your host, Mike Kessler. Brad Dacus is with Pacific Justice Institute. They have law offices across America to defend people, primarily Christians, against overreach of so many governmental agencies of late. And so I believe it's so important, Brad, in these days that uh, uh, you keep fighting the good fight. We're all praying for you.
3: Thank you. I appreciate that very much. We have over 100 cases. In active litigation as we speak. And uh, right now, uh, the reason I got I a different background is uh, we have all our attorneys from across the country uh, here in uh, Southern California meeting and strategizing um, about uh, what we're doing moving forward and uh, the new challenges that we're going to need to be addressing. And so your, the prayers are very much appreciated as we continue to see God's direction uh, and, uh, and to to help tell more people in the days ahead.
2: Amen. So looks looks good. And, you know, going back just quick, I know we want to go right directly to the phones. We have Barnabas on the line. But uh, we have, uh, uh, you know, going back to this uh, cryptocurrency and, you know, one world order deliberately tanking the American um, economy. You know, it's hard to believe, Brad, that just um, – you know, just uh 20 months ago or you know, 20 some months ago, um we had 1% uh inflation rate. Gasoline was less than $2 a gallon. Um there wasn't the supply chain problems even in midst of COVID. Now it is a free for all. The Ford Motor Company said we don't even know if we can build 2023 20, pickup trucks because of the of the problems getting the parts to put the trucks together. I mean, this is affecting everything. Everything is messed up. And, I mean, it's hard to believe how you can transform a functioning country, uh, you know, 21 months ago into a total free-for-all, the worst inflation again since 1948, um, uh, crime at its highest. The southern border is a total disaster. Um, remember, the Roman Empire was never conquered. Its borders were overran. Sound familiar? I guess these guys are studying history, after all. Uh, But letting our borders be overran, fentanyl pouring across our southern borders, these people don't care about crime. If they cared about crime, they'd shut it down and stop letting this stuff kill our kids. No, really soft on crime.
3: Last year alone, over 100 Thousand americans were killed by fentanyl which is smuggled across the border courtesy of, of through of china so uh you know through mexico so this is uh it's not just a a, a theory over a hundred thousand americans are dead because of this policy just in terms of fentanyl smuggling alone which would come to a halt if we secured our borders and built or finished building the wall that's a lot of american lives gone a lot of these are young people teenagers a lot of people are grieving and and that their their cries and their grief has not been heard is not being heard in those in the, in the oval office and in, in this administration and those in the senate and the house um it's uh it's going to it's continuing as we speak and so i just hope that people will vote in this next election to make sure that they're at least speaking up uh to uh, for those who've lost loved ones and, uh, we'll hopefully prevent, uh, have, adapt policies that will help bring this to a halt, this terrible invasion of, um, and, and which is causing real fatalities. You know, we get, we have a policy in our country where thousands and thousands come in legally and we try to make it spread it out so that every country around the world and every people's group has an equal opportunity to come here. Very fair. We vet them. We check them out. We, you know, um, but having an open border is just a disaster for, uh, in terms of crime and, and uh, real direct threats on our, our health and welfare.
2: Yeah, and, and why this is allowed to go on, it's on purpose, everybody. This isn't a misnomer. Oops, we just said, uh, no, it's on purpose to destroy America. I pray, I pray the United States military goes in and arrests all of them. Uh, that's how bad it is. I don't think it'd be very hard to prove treason. Uh, They now say that they're going to go after Hunter Biden's laptop, which is going to indict the president. All kinds of things you'll see is going to come down on this. They already know who the big guy is that gets his cut from China. Um, You know, Brad, what do you think about that?
3: Yeah, here's the problem. Because when when you first hear that, you think, okay, great. We're going to see justice. Hunter Biden's prosecuted. Well, I mean... A lot of people are really optimistic that we're going to see this finally addressed. However, here's the problem. So apparently, um, his role as, as being an unregistered agent with China, you know, uh, which is they're required to do, uh, and uh, he, he's violated that important federal law where you're, you know, you're doing dealings with the, with a country as an agent. And, uh, you know, much less representing the interests of of the federal government, of, of certainly high up individuals like the time Vice President of the United States, Biden. Um, they you know that's against the law, but that's not apparently what he's going to be charged with. It's going to be having an illegal weapon, um, you know, and, and another offense that's, you know, relatively minor. And the concern is the reason they're pushing this now is to have him have the charges come out and then boom, have a, a immediate uh, settlement negotiate, you know, uh, negotiate a, um, a deal. I have all charges dropped of all kinds. And so that this is all closed. So that when the Republicans take the house and possibly the Senate, there'll be nothing there to, uh, to left on the table to prosecute because it's already been settled uh, out through with the, uh, negotiated and, and settlement. So, uh that's the, that's the real concern. Um, because they know, I think the other side knows it looks pretty, pretty inevitable that, um, that I think the, the house, maybe the Senate are both going to flip. And if that happens, that's, um, there's going to be intensive investigations and then, uh, major criminal prosecute prosecution. So I think that's why they're doing this. And, uh, that's most unfortunate because, uh, I like to think we live in a nation where all of us are treated equally under the law and prosecuted and Uh, Under the law and not given such extreme favoritism at the expense of the the welfare and security, national security of our country, particularly in dealing with countries uh, like uh, China and Russia, et cetera.
2: Yeah, well, you look at Hillary Clinton had had top secret documents. She was not a president, everybody. The president can declassify documents. She couldn't. Yet she had top secret documents. You don't you don't see this junk going on with Hillary. After destroying over 30,000 documents, smashing her, uh, her, having her staff smash their cell phones, because just in case there's some of those tracer bugs in there, we don't want that around. How how is that? Just real quick, because talk about favoritism. Hillary Clinton had top secret documents, um, and not a thing is said. Trump, yeah, who was the president who had a right to take them or declassify them, whatever he wanted to do with them. Right. And look what they're doing to him. Um, your thoughts?
3: Yeah, it's, it's really interesting because you're right. President of the United States can declassify documents. Allegedly, he did declassify the documents that he had in his possession. Uh, that would you know have to be proven up one way or the other. But without question, Hillary Clinton did not. That she did have uh, confidential documents that uh, she did not legally have permission to have on her own private laptop. Uh, it's not just an accident that all that material was erased and deleted. But I find interesting, though, is that the FBI had foreknowledge of this, that Hillary Clinton had these documents illegally on her own private laptop. Uh, they didn't raid her place. No, they. she was tipped off, given lots of notice. Here's an issue. We're not, you know, and then gave Hillary plenty of time to erase the information. Uh, however, Donald Trump was working with them saying, what documents do you need? What do you want to check out? Being very, they're being very cooperative staff. And then suddenly he's treated like a, you know, a drug dealer from Venezuela and, and his house raided his, his family, you know, uh, shaken. And, um, so it's, it's the FBI is proving itself to be very dangerous. I also want to report we're getting more and more stories now. Of the fbi coming in and invading pro-life activists their families arresting them Uh, you know the the one the case out of pennsylvania uh, that matter is absolutely horrific Uh, the gentleman seven years ago was at a pro-life you know demonstration near a planned parenthood one of the the pro-life baby killers was you know screaming and yelling at this activist 12 year old boy um and just just viciously attacking the 12 year old to get at the father the father pushed Pushed the pro-life baby killer back. And because he pushed him. uh, Now, mind you, the state of Pennsylvania said, we're not bringing any charges. This is ridiculous. All right. I mean, there was a verbal assault taking place on this 12-year-old boy. The father defended his son, just pushed him back. That's not assault and battery. But do you know that the FBI, this happened like seven years ago. The FBI went into his house with no warning, with a SWAT team arrested him, traumatized his wife and his children, are bringing criminal charges against him for something that happened seven years ago, and it was just he pushed a man back. Didn't slug him, didn't hit him, didn't hurt him. Uh, And then we see it happening again. There's another story of it coming out. Um, You know, Mr. Pillow had his his cell phone taken by the FBI. I I see something very similar to uh, the SS. um, KGB. Or the KGB. KGB. Same thing. It's, It's... yeah, there is, this is not the FBI that I, I knew of. Um, it's something that the FBI is something now that we need to fear. We need to be afraid of them. We need to be cautious. Um, and I encourage everyone to have our information on hand. If you're, have the FBI coming to your house, demanding they come in, we've given emergency counsel before. Uh, people should go to our website and get our information so they have that information, uh, to, uh, to, to have access and, and to contact us. If this, if this happens to them, we do all our work without charge. We have offices, as you know, and well, 27 offices in 20 States and our, our website is simply P J org. Uh, or if they can, they can simply text PJI, uh, to the number 71 one that's 71 one text PJI to 71541 one. Um, and we'd be happy to, um, give them information so they know where to go and what to do in that circumstance.
2: Yeah, America, Christians, we need to know. I mean, we're we're under attack. Um, you say, well, I'm not. I, I would really encourage you to become a threat to the underworld because I guarantee you, you become a threat to the underworld, the underworld rears its ugly head. If you're no threat to the kingdom of darkness, the devil's got too many other people and his demons to go work on. But you know what, great is your reward in heaven to be about your daddy's business. Let's go to Barnabas, Kaluakona, Hawaii, aloha. Aloha, how are you today? Good, Barnabas, how may
6: we help? I had a question about, uh, you know, you met me a few years ago and uh, you know, I was sitting uh, downtown Kaluakona and handing out Bible tracts and I had a little stand set up and a sign that said, Jesus saves. And I've been handing out Bible tracts uh, almost since I was saved uh, back on April tenth, nineteen 1972 at 1030 in the morning. Anyway, um, I was just wondering because that, I cannot sit there anymore at that place because the business owner, uh, he calls the security. There's a security outfit in downtown And they had me leave. They said that they said to me that the business owner does not want me sitting there. And I'm like, okay, I, I, I kind of am used to that. You know, if you're on private property and things like that, you're, you know, you, you, you gotta move along. You know, you can't really do that. Uh, you can't impede uh, pedestrian traffic or, you know, make yourself a real nuisance and stuff like that. I, I understand those things. But uh, so now I just walk or hand out tracks or or there's other places where I can sit and uh, set up my stuff and hand out tracks. You know, the, the JWs do the same thing, you know. And um, I was just wondering, am I protected by the First and Second Amendments?
2: Uh, well, yeah. And, I, you know, again, you're on on public streets there, public sidewalks. And of course, I, I know you can go down in front of the YWAM <laughs> base. I, I know they're going to let you do it, but uh, your thoughts? Yeah. Uh,
3: it's, a public sidewalk is a, it's called a traditional public forum uh, where you have the, um, the greatest uh, protection for free speech uh, to, to express yourself, to pass out materials. Uh, we at Pacific Justice Institute have litigated this issue. In fact, we're litigating in one of our cases, is dealing with the uh, the uh, California State Fairgrounds in Sacramento, California. Uh, there was a, a group using the fairgrounds, and a gentleman uh, was there, and he it was open to the public, and he was you know passing out uh, you know little gospel tracks, and uh, he was uh, told, no, you can't do that. You have to stay in this little six by six square. And mind you, this is huge fairgrounds. I mean, it's gigantic. You know, lots of buildings, open air. They said no. Here's a little six by foot little box here. You have to stand there, away from everyone, and uh, so we have that case being uh, brought up on appeal as we speak. Uh, but uh, sidewalks and other public places open to the public, that's fair game. That's traditional public forum, and uh, you're protected. Now, one little caveat I want to mention, and that is, if you're in a sidewalk that's in, like on the inside of a shopping center where the shops are, and you have like parking area, and then you know there's a uh, parking separating that little. You know, walkway be- between the you know uh, the store and the parking area. That's a you know, often a, that's a private sidewalk, private area. Uh, there's a, a few states like California that, that grant free speech protection to that area, but otherwise, in most states, uh, that's actually not a traditional public forum, and that you can be required to uh, to leave. But uh, generally speaking, though, uh, public sidewalks uh, those are those are fine. Um, and, uh, you're protected to, uh, to express yourself. And I've taken on cases, been to court myself, uh, for people preaching the gospel in places like El Paso and, uh, San Antonio, Texas and Dallas. And, um, so, uh, you know, people have a right, but they shouldn't hesitate to contact us if they're threatened in any way, shape or form.
2: So I, I hope that helps, Barnabas. Again, uh, where I know right where you're at there, Barnabas, and it's right alongside, uh, Leah Drive, uh, public street. And, um, so anyway, I hope that answers it.
6: Praise the Lord, because, you know, I'm trying to reach as many people as possible with the gospel before revelation 6:14. you know, yep. <laughs> revelation, 16:20 yep. here on the islands. And, uh, you know, it's the Lord's work. And I just give God the praise for, I, I was able to hand out 341 in August. And right now we got the iron man thing going on. We got cruise ships coming in again. So there's definitely, a, a an opportunity to, to reach the people with the gospel. Thanks a lot for that. I'll call again another time and we'll talk again. Thank you. Barnabas,
2: God, God bless you. Keep going with God. Uh, Barnabas, uh, the, the, uh, cruise ships come in there to Glucona and, and, uh, they get off to go in the stops, the shops and all those kinds of things. Uh, very pretty there. And, uh, Barnabas is out there handing out Chick Tracks and everything else, Bibles. It's really a a blessing. So Barnabas, keep going with God. If there's anything we can do for you, you just let us know. Let's go to Liz, Texas. Hi and welcome.
7: Hey, how you doing? I love you guys. You're just awesome.
2: God's good. Um, He's good.
7: (laughs) Yes, he is. Um, I got a quick question about Jacob, but I also wanted to... Um, let people know that I've done some research on the real ID, and from the information I've gotten, it has to do with biometrics and tracking of us. So there's a lot of people out there that do not agree with it and are not happy with it. And I urge people to go online and get as much information as they can. And also, I can't, I, it, this is God's will. I, I, would never have come across this unless he would have showed it to me. But there is a website called FTWproject.com and it's talking about the V and how there's more information coming out about it that when people first get it, within a six month period of time, there is a shedding that is through their skin of proteins that that a lot of people are talking about. These are medical doctors that went and did research on this that say that some of the proteins that are in there are snake venom proteins. And that's why they make us so sick. And there's more research coming out now saying, and it's on this website. If you go onto the website, they're selling stuff that has to do with protection, like, um, these electromagnetic things. Oh, yeah. They always got their,
2: their, their thing out there. But real quick, um, Brad, um, you know, with the star card and the airport saying you're not going to be able to fly without a star card, what do you do then? Because you should need a passport to fly from Los Angeles to Dallas, um, but you're not going to be able to fly at all without a star card. Your thoughts? Yeah.
3: Well, um, I'm not going to. Probably get a star card. Um, I don't, i you know, maybe I will eventually. We'll see. I got to look into it. But once again, what I'm using, it's a, it's like a TSA, you know, becoming a TSA member, you know, that little line when you're on the airport, you say, Oh, you're a TSA, a pre-check. Um, well, what you do is you, you, uh, you can actually get the next step up and you pay, I think it's like, uh, 15 or $20 more and you can get a, a global, uh, a global entry pass which allows you to not just use it for domestic but also for international travel skip through all customs and uh you know you're already pre-approved you just walk right in walk right out off the airport um and uh, but it's it's a very it's a it's used for for that as well it's a um, so that's a that's a something that i think people might want to get um they can also I understand use their their passport everyone once again should have a passport Uh, Unfortunately, most people in the United States do not have a passport or it's expired. Uh, I think that's uh, a shame because, the you know, we like to say we're free. But if we don't have the ability to leave the United States, to leave our country if we need to, then I don't think that's free. Um, And when tragedy happens and crisis happens, uh, it's it's sort of difficult to to know in advance, you know, three months, four months, five months in advance. Of it, And then to be able to, to get your passport processed, um, it's, it's something I encourage people to do is, is to get their passport processed.
2: So something to remember. What's your question, dear?
7: Um, I was just going to, one more thing I was going to say is I think uh, America has got some of the best Christians in the world. And I think that it's going to be one of the safest places to be in the world because I think that God is going to have his hand on us. But my question is about Jacob and that um, when he wrestled with the angel, I know that he changed, the the angel changed his name from Jacob to Israel, but is that the only reason that he wrestled with the angel? Because I I can't, there's a lot I can't figure out about that. Why why the wrestling and why the breaking of the hip?
2: His name means heel catcher. He came out of the womb holding on to Esau's heel. Uh, all of his life, he was a wheeler-dealer, uh, down to the mess of that he uh, gave his brother for the birthright. He was always doing whatever he could do. Uh, he heard his brothers coming to meet him now many years later, and so he starts sending groups of sheep and, and cattle to him to soften his heart. He was always wheeling and dealing. I believe that finally God just said, "You know Jacob, I am going to show you who's boss." And he he wrestled with God. Literally the the he said that, Jacob said that. I've wrestled with God and lived. Um what I think is interesting there is there you find there in Genesis a touch from God. But rather than it being a healing touch, it was a crippling touch. Now, this really messes up a lot of people's theology, especially uh, the health wealth people, because their a touch from God was a crippling touch, not a healing touch. But I believe Jacob thanked God every day for that limp that he got from that day forward, where God changed his name from heel catcher to literally chosen by God or one who wrestled with God and prevailed that he recognized he needed a blessing and the angel said what is your name well he goes on and and it's it it's it, it's the lord is who it is and so your thoughts
3: um yeah i i i, I agree with you and um um it, it is interesting that because uh, we often forget that we see the Lord is, is, is just healing, but he, God is also loving and gracious enough, uh, to, uh, to give us, uh, limitations, uh, sometimes that, uh, will help us, uh, grow spiritually or be more dependent on him or, or humbling our hearts, uh, in the process. So, uh, uh, you know, I think that, uh, that's, that's a real, real good word, real good truth that, uh, as we look at that story to realize that, uh, uh, it wasn't just an accident that caused that hip injury, but um, that uh, that the Lord actually does um, sometimes prune us, if you will, uh, for something greater in, a, in, a, in, in dealing with the issues that we may have.
2: Yeah, it's found in Genesis uh, 32, verses 24 to th- uh, 26. And again, it's a very unusual story, but I believe it's where finally... He had done everything he did. He, he broke up the camp when he heard his brother was coming. He thought he was coming to, to, to kill him. Um, and so he was there all alone. And I believe sometimes when we get all alone with God, God does amazing things. When we hear that still, small voice, well, evidently he didn't hear that still, small voice enough. So God wrestled with him and changed his name. But I believe when his wife saw him coming, and she goes, what's wrong with your hip? He goes, oh, oh, I I had a close encounter of the real kind with God. And there we oftentimes understand that it's God's touch that changes us forever. Pray you've had that touch in your life where God has crippled that old sin nature and Jesus Christ now reigns supreme. Stay in line, dear. We'll send you out some books, some DVDs. Uh, Tom and Henry, Carrie, please, call us Monday. We'll put you on. First thing, no waiting. Brad, thank you. If you want to know more, Brad Dacus, PJI.org. To find out more about this ministry
1: or to receive a copy of today's program, please call 1-800-357-4226 or write us to Every Man and Answer, P.O. Box 391, Twin Falls, Idaho, 83303. That toll-free number is 1-800-357-4226.